So we're on? We're on. This is this is uh, rolling. Wow. Officially. I I'm gotta a... fix my mic before we get going. I'm a little nervous. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. This is a uh, stress-free environment. I'm more so, well, this, this house is not stress-free at all. It is actually stressful. This house if you lived here, you'd realize how stressful Anxiety-inducing is what this house is. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Sometimes, this... if you look at this... Sorry. You look at this. This is just miscellaneous stuff that's falling off my walls. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm intimidated or... by the environment because it's like a Breaking Bad college edition version of it. Like, you with know, Joe Sprague on the wall. With Joe Sprague. I was about to acknowledge <laughs> that staring at me the whole time while I'm talking. I'm yeah, that's, to... uh, that's how I like to live. He it's keeps like, looking at me. Yeah. He's, he's like my... Uh... My Christ figure. This is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. This is very, he's not very going to make you hay or anything. Don't worry. <laughs> You're not going hay tonight. Yeah. I'm sure it's it's nice to have it's nice to have the angel of Joe Sprague looking over your Hell bed yeah. every night. Hell yeah, yeah. I usually prop it up if I get anything dirty going on. Just, like, <laughs> put it on my, my if, bed. If you stand. yeah, if you bring like a, a, a lady home, just put a little like mask over his face or something. He doesn't have to see whatever's going on That's, in here. I'm sure you'd appreciate that. So, it's so ben, we, okay, okay. We got Ben Smith here. Hey Ryan McGarry, pleasure to be on here. So I've excited. I've known you my entire life, but I feel like I haven't known you my entire life. If, if that makes any sense. Totally. Well, it's like all right. Well, I remember being in like. You you know, fifth grade and you being in kindergarten, you yeah. know, or something like that. Exactly. You know? So it's, it's the, it's the age gap for sure. Yeah. 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 But, um, it is kind of cool to like see me now coming into like a more adult self and you guys have clearly already, you know. Oh, what are you trying there. to say? What? No, yeah, dude, you, I'm the youngest man alive. Okay. Baby, that's come a... on. <laughs> no, you, it, it, you it don't is... get it. It's probably weird I, for you, obviously. It's, like, it's surreal. You know, surprised it... I wiped myself bro, <laughs> at this point. <laughs> you know, what's surreal is like, like I was at the bar, oh, well, I mean, it was COVID. I wasn't at the bar, yeah, but okay, I, was, I was at the bar this past weekend and I ran to somebody and they were like, oh, we're having late night at my house. And I was like, she was having a party. I was like, you, I had you at Camp Mohegan. Like I was a counselor for you. Like this is like, getting, <laughs> it's only got to be weirder for people that older than me. It's Block Island offers this very surreal experience to grow up with other people. I, I, I really feel myself even now starting to resonate with like Tommy Mahoney. Yes. So much more. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this yeah. guy is not so far removed than I thought growing up. Yeah, that's your future. Yeah. I, 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 kind I, of like that. I mean, yeah. it's not bad. He's got great skin as I was talking to some people about recently. Yes, he's, he's got great skin for he's 60 you know he, he's been aging like fine wine fine he's wine that's been sitting in the sun for 60 years but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah fine wine that still rocks rocks and roll but like block island is weird in that way where you grow up with other people like like adults have seen us at our most belligerent child self out there you mm -hmm. know running around and you know, uh, uh, being little dumb kids, yep. and now we grow up, and you're like, oh, well, there's a lot of big dumb adults out there too. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, that I was blind to that. I think for mm -hmm. many years. You go to the bar, and you're like, you know, next. Oh, that's like, you know, my science, my science teacher next to like, you know, my best friend's mom, and they're doing shots, and you know, it's it's wild. Literally, yeah. literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. that exact stuff. I remember. I was 17. These are all examples too. Nothing, nothing specific, but anyway, it's yeah. pretty specific. I mean, <laughs> okay. we don't have to name it, but that's pretty specific. <laughs> I can attest. I mean. I was 17, mm -hmm. and I was on the fire department, the volunteer fire department. And for whatever reason, Magina, come on now. For whatever reason. Damn, damn, God, run damn it back. It. Start from the top. Bring the meatloaf, at Oh, least. my God. Yeah, somebody just walked in here. Another, another squatter at this house just walked in. Exactly. Just kidding. They all pay rent. Go on. I think Magina actually does it, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> wow. That was a big, big issue that's going on right now, but we won't talk about it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, 17, I'm on the volunteer fire department. For whatever reason, they have me bouncing the door at kittens for the halloween party not only was it like i was i completely inexperienced i didn't know what i was looking at. i barely had my id 
a year and a half. I didn't know what to look for on these IDs. Right. I was just, I was taking IDs, and if they were nice, I just gave them mm-hmm. back. So, come on in. I take their money for the most part. Well, yeah. I mean, when I worked the door, people would just give me Pokemon cards, and that was good enough as an ID. That's, I, that's... I, I, I was not the best door guy. I'd rather everybody have a good time. Kidding. That didn't happen, all right? I, I, I Yeah. <laughs> I feel like everything, every joke I say, I'm going to have to be like, because there might be somebody out there who takes it literally that is on the island and listens to you and then goes, runs to whatever. And No, no. You're, you're going to be turned in somewhere. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I plan on burning a bridge here. Let's do it, baby. Let's just burn a bridge, bro. <laughs> not the new one. They just put that new one in. It took like oh, two yeah, and a half yeah. years next to the town big hall news not that one yeah or the uh the sidewalk is new that's big news huh? i i briefly saw I, I didn't see it completed but i have saw you, it briefly have you, have you taken a first spin yet i have not taken you, a haven't, first spin. you haven't you haven't walked that sidewalk yet? no but joe sprague told me about it for oh, about two hours man. on the phone one day oh, speaking of joe sprague dude i went cruising down that sidewalk today it, it you can really fly on that thing what were you what were you I cruising? Was walking Oh. <laughs> I just walked it, too. Oh. Yeah, my boys told me there was a new sidewalk in there, and I was like, I got to hit this I was like, thing I got to hit that. Hell so yeah. I, so I, I just, you wax it up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just put on my sneakies and, and, and hit it a couple times, dude. It was, it, was, it was pretty exhilarating. But no, it is the talk of the town, like the new sidewalk. I love when people are like, one little new thing becomes the talk of the town over the winter, you know? Yeah, I mean. Like, did you, did you see that new bench? <laughs> you're downtown literally or a new tree yeah, <laughs> yeah new yeah. building usually yeah. i mean it's been a new pub next to ppp that i've been very interested in i've been in there one time okay i was but i there i had there. uh i had been taking uh leaves of absences from the island i came back and it just slapped me in the face i was like where'd this come from yeah that one really surprised that me. must have been a uh, a shock to see yeah um Whenever there's like a new building downtown that like changes the skyline, of yep. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's it too. <laughs> it's affecting the skyline. Yeah, it's a different look there. A completely new building. Okay. Yeah, I moved to the island in third grade, and I'm bummed because I missed the Hart and Michelle uh, dynamic duo. Yep. And McTeague, who's great too. Yep. And uh, like, I mean, those they're in like the Hall of Fame of Block Island teachers. Easily. Yep. Yeah. And so I'm bummed, and I think I would have been a better person had I had them as teachers. Uh, because they're just so warm and great, you know. Where, where did you do your first? Period? I went to. I went. So I had. A, I have a very weird thing where, like, I my brother and I went to uh, Martin Luther King Public Elementary Public uh, Elementary School in Providence, yep. right? And yep. then my mother and my brother and I moved out to the island for, and, and I was out on the island for eight years. So and from, she she worked at the school. She worked at the school for years. Yep. Yeah, she was the hot secretary in the. Um, in the principal's office. I was in like remember? first grade. I was like, damn. She's oh yeah, a hot secretary. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, no. yeah, absolutely. Gorgeous. I wasn't thinking like that. Then. <laughs> I was thinking the second grade cookie sale. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, and so, uh, yeah, and spent like seven formative years out there, right? And then when it came time, I, I, I remember like because I. I, I, my best friends are out there. It is yep. my home. Yep. Those are my brothers out there. But I, I'm still an outlier. You know what I mean? While yep. they were riding, you know, dirt bikes, I would be inside watching stand up comedy and stuff. And they would yep. be cleaning their guns. And I'd be like, can we not maybe use guns? <laughs> you know, like I'm not, you know, and, uh, I, I get very, uh, nauseous around them. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then, but it came time, I spent freshman year there and I was like, I'm feeling this like urge to get out, you know, cause I remember, uh, sitting down with a guidance counselor. And being like, hey, uh, he's like, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I said, oh, I, want to go, I want to go to politics or I want to be a lawyer. And he's like, great. Uh, we got you in motorcycle repair next, <laughs> next year. <laughs> we got you in CAD. Was that we, was that actually what you wanted to be? At well, age? at the time, yeah, exactly. That's totally what I thought I was going to be. Really? Um, yeah, and, and still still maybe, who knows. But I, uh, 
Um, and that's when I knew I had to leave, right? So then I left, and I, I looked at a bunch of schools in Providence, and I ended up going to Classical, which is a uh, probably the only, like, it, it's the best public school in Providence, but still yep. a very diverse public school. Is it charter? No, it, so it's a magnet school. You have to take a test to get it. Oh, okay. But you have yep. to live in Providence. But that doesn't mean it's all, like, super, you know, um, it doesn't mean that it's, like, cookie cutter, like, like... It is in 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 kind of in the hood, you know, yeah. and it's a, yeah. it, it's very very diverse, which I love. It was only twenty percent white. It yep. was crazy. Um, I've, I've talked recently with people. That was one of the things I hated about Block Island mm-hmm. was it was one hundred percent white so, for the most part. Exactly, and so I mean, besides like a couple Spanish kids that snowboard, so they're not they don't yeah. count. As, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if, if they snowboard, it doesn't count. No. Right, like my best friends they Alan do the make them Spanish, tortillas. But he snowboards, good. you know, and listens yep. to reggae. So uh, I don't know, but uh, yep. which is oddly a white thing. But uh, the uh, <laughs> but I remember just having to leave, and so and so I went from a, you know a high school of forty two to a high school of twelve hundred, and being you know not knowing literally anybody there, and yep. and. Uh, it was definitely like a culture shock at first, you know, but, but it actually helped me because people like rumors got around that I was the kid from Block Island yeah. and then people started talking to me through that. So yeah. I, I almost owed Block Island for having that crazy, I, interesting thing. And it's like when you probably went to college, we're like, well, you're from Block Island. Especially here at, yeah. at URI, it was very, very much the same thing. That was yeah. like my conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it, I mean, there was only so far I could go because I would tell people, I'd be like, yeah, I graduated with seven kids and they're like, no shit. Yeah. And then that, that yeah, yeah. It's like really yeah. it. They were just surprised by those little facts. They always then, ask me like like did everybody like date everybody? I'm like, "Well, yeah." Yep, yep. That's exactly it. That's and, a classic uh, one. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, "Yeah." So, uh from there I got the best of both worlds cuz I would just would go out to the island in the summer and then be in Providence in the winter. And I think that it helped me kind of uh be able to appreciate a whole bunch of different cultures. You know, I can talk to yep. somebody about um about guns and farming a little bit. And I can also talk to somebody about sneakers and basketball. Yeah. Know? No, that's that's a... Uh, you can cover all... Hard to find talent these yeah, days. Yeah, 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 cover yeah. All, all the bases. Exactly. And that, then here, that's the politics aspect, you mm-hmm. know? You could, win, you could win them over. I could talk to every, a little bit of... Yeah, a little bit of everybody. You could win them over. I don't know. I mean, island, the island's tough, though. I, I, I've... I've I think I've won a lot of people over out there, but once you get into politics out there, it can be changed things. So I don't know. I I've always kind of dabbled in the idea myself. Like maybe not in my youth, but you're gonna run for first warden. Maybe, what, if you were, what if you just ran for mayor? That'd be hilarious. I, I don't think that there's a mayor title out there, but if but I, I ran like for first warden. First, yeah, well, first warden. I like wait, war, like I always have something we call it a first warden. Like, it, does that mean? Imply, I never understood it, that at all. Does it apply? Block Island's like a prison because wardens run prisons. Ayo, there, you know? ayo, that is very, very implementary. There. Exactly. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I just always was like, we have a clam warden, and then we have a <laughs> first warden. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, why are these the yo, same title? Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> we have a clam warden uh, who probably takes their role pretty seriously. Oh, uh, I remember it was this woman artist, and she took it very, very seriously. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I like. I, it's funny that we come from a, such a fucking town, it's a crazy town that has a clam warden, it has a quilt raffle, it had a soapbox derby. Like, oh, yeah. Did we just, what did we grow up in? Yeah. Oh, gosh. We we re- literally grew up in the 50s, I feel like. Yeah. Until yeah, yeah. cell phones came out, because then we were like, fuck. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cell phones definitely changed it. Um, and, and, yeah, I mean, like, when I was growing up, I didn't have a cell phone. It was, like, kind of before everybody had, like, when every kid had one, you know? So it was, like, kind of fun where it was, like, you call every, you call everybody's, like, 466 number, mm-hmm. and then you meet up downtown at SS Park. I, I was thinking about that recently. I missed the 466 numbers. I know. I still, I've got, like, five or six memorized still. I got, 
I can't put him out there because we're going to start calling yeah, don't, Lyle don't Perry's dad or something like that. You oh, know, he doesn't need that. I don't know. We might need to do that. It's 2119, I think. I think that's it. Yeah, call call up Bill. Mine's 216. You can call leave a voicemail if you guys want. He's just, he needs conversation. Your one listener, sure. Andrew McGarry, can call <laughs> Andrew McGarry, if you're out there, <laughs> you're call out up Lyle Perry's dad. Him. Yeah, exactly. Call, just check in on him. Yep, just make sure he's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so yeah, I left and then, and then we'll come back for summers, obviously, after that. Uh, because uh, it's weird. As I, 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 like, I kind of view the island as, I always use this example, I use it, it's like a mistress. It's not a wife. You have to view it as a mistress. Yep. You can go for flings. It's tempting. You can go for flings, but to marry the island, is it takes a certain... Now, now there are people that have productively yep. done the year-round thing and are great members of the community. Yep. Um, but for the other 80%, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, uh, um, 83. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I view it like a seasonal mistress is what I do. Because like, I go out there, I'm like, I'm ready to I'm ready to wife this chick up. You know? Yeah, and but then, then Labor Day hits. Labor Day hits, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I might have to it's bail It's like you sober girl. up. You're like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like you wake up the day after, and you look over at her, and you're like, I don't know if we can be together. I got, I got that hardcore this past fall. Oh, really? I was planning on staying... This past 2019 fall mm-hmm. on the island, and then Labor Day came around, and I literally from Labor Day on was like, I'm getting, I need to get out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't, it's like you said, it's just that the summer feeling is like, it's the best, like, there's no, there really yeah, is no other place I would rather be exactly. than Block Island in the summertime. I agree. But it is so good that it almost like ruins the rest yeah. of the year for yeah, yeah. so i mean that's why i kind of i agree like, dab- i, I try dabbling around it's, another it, stuff. it's it's and i mean it's, you you definitely uh you've been down in texas mm-hmm. for the most part i've been in texas well for the past year so like yeah. i like like i was able to leave rhode island which is even bigger than than just leaving block island yep. you know and and then that opened my eyes to a whole bunch of things too where like i'm like oh like it's kind of nice to be anonymous in other places it's nice to uh uh, find new restaurants to check out, you know, yep. like a whole new vibe. You know, there is like, it's so cliche, but there is a world out there. And I think that that totally makes you a better person if you expose yourself to those things. You yep. know? Yep. I, I would agree with that totally. You know, do, um, do you think it's easier to like get out and do that stuff than you thought? The more you do it. Yeah. Cause you can just get stuck, you know? Um, yep. it's just like tearing a bandaid off. It was like leaving the island. I was like so distraught cause I'm like, shit, I'm going to miss the, basketball season next year you know it's yeah, like well, no, what does that matter in, no, that in hindsight a, you know what i mean yeah, like and then i didn't nothing. make the team at classical obviously but i did make the swim team yeah. uh what what grade did you leave i left after freshman year so it was your sophomore year at classical yes, I, so i did three years at classical yeah yep. yeah 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 um and then i ended up benefiting that like my dad had a house on the island at the time so he would go to the island every weekend yep. i would just throw parties at my house in providence and i just met yep. everybody that way you yep. know You'd, so, th- you'd think a lot of people would want to do that, vice versa. I, exactly. Well, th- but then when he was on in Providence, I'd go out to the uh, island. Okay. All and, right. And yeah. You do that. You, you did the full. Dance. You did the full. We, we, everybody knows some friends that have that that luxury of being able to do that. You yeah. know what I mean? You, yep. just, you just go where your parents aren't and have a party there. I, you know? I have never had that luck with Sean McGarry. Well, he doesn't leave much, does he? He doesn't leave his house. Doesn't leave ever. Much. He doesn't leave his house. He goes uh, to the dump for about six hours a day and. Got it. So you have a day party, I guess, while he's at the Very top. early. It'd be a brunch yeah. in with, yeah. like, mimosas. What about when Joe goes to all those farming conferences that he does all over the country? Oh, he not- God. He liter- that man has literally not left the island for more than two weeks in his entire life. You think so? I know it for a fact. That's wild. He went to, it was about ten years ago now, he went to Nova Scotia with my mom 
for two weeks, and that was the longest he had ever been away from Bug Island. Wow. Just to check out different hay barrel, hay He was just seeing what kind of hay they were growing. He was <laughs> yeah, like, what yeah, do they, yeah. how do they grow it up here in Canada? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Canadian hay, i got to bring this home. I love the people that act, uh, that get like super proud of like, uh, they're like, I haven't left the island in 432 days. I'm like, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, more so like, get over yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, that's why. You're wasting your life away. Exactly. <laughs> it was like. Yeah, that's why you, you, you've been huffing spray paint, you know? Like, that's why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come March, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I always go through that, too, where it's like, in the, in the and I do love the fall. September's awesome out there. Yeah. Um, but after Columbus Day, it goes downhill real quick, you know, and like, uh, I mean, Well, the, the fall, I absolutely, I love the fall. Mm-hmm. Debatably my favorite season. All I, high I, sp- would, I would raise you, I think spring's the best season. But you think spring? Because... Here's my theory: because every day just gets gets exponentially better, and it's brighter and brighter. More parties, more more trips, yep. more things to do. Okay, it's only gonna get warmer. It's but, true, but September's awesome too because it's like it's like you're you have that summer hangover, but you're yep. like you're still able to do things and like kind of just chill. I like this. Might be a little bit of what is the word here? Bold. What are we doing? I don't know. What are you gonna say? Well, I'm just saying that I like to wear sweaters. Okay. And that's the, my main again. reason for like. I agree with fall. that. I, that's fine too because I, I thrive with my shirt on. I don't like I don't like taking my shirt off. And yeah, so, no, I, I like feeling comfy as opposed to exposed. Got it. Okay, you got it. Got, got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah. So Which, uh, and I, and you always look a little more swollen in the fall because you true. got a couple more layers on. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good point. And so I, I guess yeah, you're right. I like I thrive in hoodie and shorts. I think is where is my comfort zone. Okay. So that so either of those curb seasons. Yeah, yeah. So like a September evening, I think is where is yeah. where my comfort zone is. Yep. So. Well, this is my first summer off of Block Island. How does it feel? It's weird. It's weird, isn't it? It's weird. It's weird. It doesn't feel. But you're also like ten minutes away from the ferry too. Yeah. Yeah. But I've kind of avoided going back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like up until this point, it always felt like my life was much heavier seasons, and the fact I would like move around a lot, like mm-hmm. I would always kind of have the island as my summer space. And like then kind of go elsewhere since I left high school anyway. Yeah. So yeah. it, it kind of is weird that it's just rolling right on through and the year just keeps on going in a different place. I don't know. It's yeah. Weird, weird feeling. It's totally surreal when, you, when you're only used to like I remember my first summer off the island. It was it was crazy. It was like I was 24 at the time and I'd spent every summer of my entire life and my girlfriend convinced me to get and it was for the best at the girlfriend at the time. But like. Because I, I got like a big boy job and I, you know, started kind of getting things into high gear comedically yep. and stuff and, and, uh, and started pursuing that more. Cause you, yep. you know, the island's great and everything, but you, you know, you, you do, ha- it, it's nice to disconnect, but it's well, also I, good to connect. It, it doesn't necessarily, the island is good at, as good as it is. Mm-hmm. It's really good at building up its, uh, youth mm-hmm. and supporting. And it's like, you can tell it's a community effort, which is one thing I loved about it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's one of the things that I feel like maybe you, you can say that you got from Providence mm-hmm. is the fact that you've taken this comedic approach to a yeah. career. Yeah, yeah. You know, because yeah. the island doesn't necessarily offer that type of lifestyle. Well, no, to be able to pursue things, yeah, it's a little, a little tough. You it's, know? it's kind of more so like you're going to be banging yeah. nails or you're going to be flipping patties or yeah. moving boxes or something like that, exactly. which is what I was doing. Exactly. So. Yeah. So what, what kind of made you make that jump? So I had always wanted to do that. Um, I'd always wanted to be a stand-up comedian. I had, I had watched videos as, as a kid. I'd been obsessed with stand-up. Like I wasn't kidding when like my friends would up be playing paintball. I'm like, I'm just gonna stay in and watch like YouTube comedy and stuff like that. Yeah. I thought I never ever could do it, right? And then when I was 21, my brother passed away of, yep. of a heroin overdose. Uh, my twin brother, and so I, that like convinced me that like, okay, well, we don't have a lot of time here. 
might as well pursue what you want to do, right? Yep. And so, and so I actually, I'm not supposed to admit it because it's kind of like a faux pas, but like I took a class initially and, uh, that's the only way I knew that I would have to is if I, I would do it as if, is, was if I put money down on it and that they force you to do it. It's like they yep. force you to get in the water. Yep. And I started doing it and I absolutely loved it and I still love it. It's, however, with COVID, it's kind of a weird dynamic, but, yeah. um, but I absolutely love it and started pursuing it and then, and then, like, it's interesting. I felt, m- like, more myself than ever when I started doing it. Yep. So that's when I knew it was, like, kind of a calling or kind of a, you know, a, like, a passion of mine, you know, when I started doing it. And, like, it, like, it's just nice to have a creative pursuit. And for the first time, I, I was never an artist, never, like, a, you know, a painter or, you know, made music or anything. But to be able to make jokes was, like, my art, I guess. Yeah. So. No, that's very tricky to uh, translate to uh, adults growing up, especially. Yeah, yeah without seeming like a smart ass punk ass kid because well, I, I would always make jokes in school too and that's never yeah even considered anything you could do i know, you know well, it's it's you know they stomp out that fire as soon as it's lit they're like exactly. you gotta get in line well it's it's like it's it's interesting because it's it's thrilling to be able to do something that you never thought you could do before you know i think it's yep. important in life to be able to continue to like like i, I just lost 70 pounds man the past six months no man. shit i lost 70 pounds i didn't even know you, you blew up i did i feel I like did. the last time i saw you you weren't that big I, yeah, I guess I carried it well. I had like, like some muscle under there, but I, I, uh, starting in, in December, I started doing keto and working out and I, and then really? COVID hit and I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to emerge from quarantine a better man. Cause I had so many friends down there, friends up here that were like, dude, I'm just drinking or in takeout every day, you yeah. know? And so I was like, well, this is, uh, you know, the, um, have I been yelling the whole time? I'm sorry. No, I'm like, no, I don't, no. Okay, I, can, right. no. I hope my audio is okay. Trust, yeah. trust me, louder is better. I can adjust it Okay, all. good, good, good. Um, and then I was like, uh, I was like, might as well emerge a better man. And so I, I just stopped drinking and I, I stopped really doing everything besides working out. I still haven't taken a day off from working out since COVID hit. Wow. Um, what yeah. have you been doing? Just push-ups and sit-ups if you don't have shit to do it on? Yeah, Ryan, just push ups and sit ups. Look at my body, bro. I'm doing way more than push ups and sit ups. Picking up sand, picking up sand buckets. I don't know. For you listeners out there, I've now taken off my shirt and I'm flexing for Ryan in here. And I'm I'm blinded. I can't even open my eyes. It's shining. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I just did. So I I do uh, do a shit ton of cardio and did it. Yeah, I actually did push ups and sit ups, but um, uh, and just body weight exercises and stuff. But anyway, so. It just goes back to like doing stand up, being able to, to do something that you never thought you could do before is is a pretty thrilling thing. I, I am a, I mean, we may have not known each other, but you've seen me around for a while, and I yep. I, I definitely change up my vibe a lot. I like to um, switch things up, you know, like yep. every year or so. I, I switch up my vibe in terms of uh, in terms of uh, new hobbies and how I dress or how I appear or what I'm into at the you time. Got, you got to mix it up, you know. You do. Then in pictures, you have you know time frame things to look back on. You look the same every year. You're exactly. Not be able to discern a thing. So like next summer, I might be a transgender Eskimo. I don't know. Yeah. I'm still working on it right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, 2021 might be the year. I thought exactly. I thought 2020 was going to be the year for you know a bunch of good progressive shit, and you know it has been. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I feel like we've had a lot of bad shit happen this year. We totally it's kind of yeah. fucking with me. It, it's fucking with me too because I was ready to freaking mack on some chicks and uh, and and show off this new jawline at Yellow Kittens this summer, but uh, COVID and had other plans. No so. White Girl Wednesday. No White Girl Wednesday. So God. And then yeah, and, and so it's been a weird. Like I went through a breakup in December too. I you went through a breakup. Yeah, I, I didn't even really know that. You know, you you don't even know me. I guess that's true because we don't know each other that well. But uh, <laughs> like we like we were saying. Yeah. And I mean that's not that's not anything that you're probably running around talking about. No, I, I didn't. I, most people like want to do like a press release when they break up and like start telling. People, I was like, I'm just gonna let people find out organically when they're like, "Is Ben cheating?" I'm like, "No, he's he's single now." You know, so I, uh, 
Uh, yeah, we broke up in December. We've been dating uh, six years, so a long time. I thought I thought it was been a long time. That's it that's, was a long time. That's tricky. It was mutual and it was amicable, and uh, you know she's she's awesome. But I've still have taken this newfound independence as the opportunity to kind of uh, you're really struggling over there with. Uh, I'm sorry. No worries. I mean, I was, just about to start, I was about to start crying on your podcast. Please don't cry. Fine. I'm not even looking at you. Please don't do it yet. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll hold, I'll hold the hold tears. The tears. Hold, hold, hold the, the tears. tears. Let me get my phone out and take a picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is perfect content. All right. So, uh, yeah. So six years. So going through a breakup is always tough, but I, I, I try to look at things as, as one door closing, another one opening, and so that's when I was like, I had already been getting in shape before then, but like, I was like, all right, now I can finally like, because being in a relationship and pursuing artistic pursuit is really tough you know yep. so it's like there's a because every time i'm out there doing shows there's somebody at home who's alone you know and that, yep. and that does stink and, and she was so, totally like a soldier in that sense so i was i was pumped because then i started doing more shows around texas driving hours into yep. different areas to do shows and stuff and then COVID hit and kind of really took the uh wind out of my sails but i'm still trying to use that as an opportunity to you know get in better shape or write more you know and this is it's a unique opportunity you know so that's yep. how I, you, I think you have to view it that way well I, from the little relationship stuff that i know because I've, I've had a girlfriend for two and a half years now okay so and she's my second like long long-term girlfriend yeah. i'd say from what i can tell is that you know when you're once you get into a relationship for a while you get to a level of like kind of comfortability mm-hmm. where you kind of like lose track of like what you actually need to be doing for yep. yourself yep and motivation too is, is what i struggle with motivation i, I call yep. it the and i and, and like you know being in shape and everything like i call it like the appetizer rule because if i'm in a relationship i'm more willing to split an appetizer with my girlfriend and then i end up gaining you know 60 pounds so uh, exactly all it's all appetizers the, it's just the the date aspect you end up spending more money yeah, up, yeah 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 exactly. I mean, not to knock it because there's a lot of perks to it but i mean yeah and this isn't to say like i'm not saying like i'm wheeling and dealing on dating apps and stuff like that because i am most certainly not and yep. uh but it's like it's, it's exciting to have newfound independence um make your own decisions which is a, a good thing to be able to do you know? yep exactly um, just like to not be, not have to check in with somebody in terms of doing like certain little things, yep. you know, but relationships are, are great too, you know? Yeah, um, I mean, it probably feels like you got a whole bunch of time on your hands now. To yeah. Just yeah. A whole lot of time. Do you? Whole lot, a little too much time, but enough time to do comedy. Now I can't do comedy because of COVID. But yep. Well, I guess this explains why you've been up on BI a little more. Oh my God. Yeah. I've been out there every weekend uh, yep. and have been actually like loving it. I'm like, you know kind of making up for lost time because the past five years I've been just pursuing comedy yeah. um, and every weekend was spent doing stand-up comedy. You yeah, know? not to mention, I mean, a, a block island summer when you're in a relationship and a single block island summer. Totally different. Two different stories. Totally different. I mean, I, I don't go to sleep or not currently, not currently. Yeah. There's times I wouldn't go to sleep till like 3.30, just chasing, just oh, chasing. Oh, for sure. You yeah, don't yeah, do it. You're just yeah. up drinking, just chasing tail. Yeah. yeah, there's something in the air out there, too. It's something in the air or something. I don't know, the pollen. If I'm, yeah, it might be. If, if I'm in, if if I'm on the mainland, like, I'm not up till 2 or 3 party. And, like, 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 outside of college and stuff like yeah, that. Maybe like, laying in my bed, yeah, I'll get yeah. up that late, but yeah. still, no. But I mean, like, you know, you go to these bars, you go to these bars, and it's like, you know, a, a late night, you know, yeah. like. You know, yeah. having a late night out, it, 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 it's, it's wild. So I, I late, mean, late night after Rebecca's late night, so everyone yeah. comes back down. Everyone's like, when everyone should be going home, they come and they, like, gravitate. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They center themselves on this yeah. Rebecca's late night food. Yeah. And then there's, like, the second wave, and it's late night. Exactly. And, and before you know it, 
Before you know it, it's the sun's coming up. And, and, and like, then the uh, the loser birds are chirping. I don't know if you know about loser birds. Oh, I, know like loser I, birds? I know loser birds. I've never heard them called loser birds. But. Yeah, so that's when you're out so late and birds start chirping. Only people that hear them are losers. It's oh. pretty much what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only, only, I've felt that. Only people that are out that late are freaking losers. No, but I, I, I've heard the loser birds so many times, you know. Um, yeah. And, uh, and you know, you're just, you're, you're just, you're just, you know, it's, it's a really everything, but what was funny is that, you know, our parents had the, sim- the same exact experience. Yeah. Did uh, your parents grow up on the island at all? Oh, yeah. Th- well, so, is that your connect? Yeah. Was so it your parents that's where they directly? Met. Yeah. So, so my mom grew up spending summers out there and my dad did too. He, he worked at the Narragansett. My mom worked at Dead Eye Dicks. Yeah. Um, and then my dad managed Dead Eye Dicks and... Uh, happened to, I mean, this would nowadays it'd be considered a Me Too situation, but he started dating a server 16 years younger than him. Oh, Jesus. Which is just a normal Block Island relationship when yeah. the manager of a restaurant dates a server 16 years younger. My mom and Joe Sprague were 14 apart, so it's oh, no, very, yeah, very yeah, yeah, Block yeah. Island. Yeah, exactly. But she wasn't interning at the farm or no. anything like that. No, no, yeah. no, no. That, that would have been a... He he managed, you said? My dad managed the dead I did. Oh, yeah. today that'd be a suit in a oh, second. Oh, my God. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, they met out there, um, and so I, I, I am kind of weirdly connected to the island in that way too. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I, I am here because of it, and I think a lot of us are here because of it. Yeah. A lot of our parents that either met out there or uh, you know um, eloped out there, let's just say. But um, yeah. yeah, so so yeah, they met out there, and and I'm here because of because of Block Island. So. Hell yeah, yeah. My uh, my mom grew up in uh, the east side of Providence. Oh really? Yep. Her dad. Taught, I never knew that. Her dad taught at Moses Brown. Oh, okay. taught English for years there. That's where I grew up. Or when I went to school in Providence, I lived three blocks away from Moses Brown. Okay, yeah, yeah that that was her stomping grounds. And then when she was twenty one, twenty two, she went out to the island. Just like went out for a day trip, mm. stayed. Classic. Twenty five, twenty six years. Classic. Yeah, that is so classic. Yeah, that everybody just takes the same ride. You know yep. what I mean? The same exact ride. Yeah, yeah. It's the same experience. And some people are holding on to that first a little too much. You know what I mean? As like, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's very. You always hear the term out there, the Peter Pan effect. Yeah, like Peter. Yes. People are like Peter Panning. Yeah, I mean, I I feel that effect. Oh you, my god, you, you, get, you, you get, could blink and before you know it, you're you've been a bartender for you know forty years out there. Yeah, you know, but th- then I do have days too. I'm like, what what is what is life about? Mm-hmm. You know, is this actually what I really do want? This, yeah, this like simple way of life. Maybe it's not like I, no, I agree, the shiniest, but no, like like they may not have everything like uh, you know, um, they might not have any tangible things, but like what what does that even matter? You know what I yeah. mean? You know, yeah. like like. Uh, uh, at the end of the day, we all end up in the same spot. Would you have rather have had fun, you know, or, yeah. you know, been in an office from nine to five and had, you know, a house you didn't, that you were in over your head on or, you know, were in a potentially relationship you don't want to be in or yeah. had kids you didn't really want, you know what I mean? So it's this like, is, this is it. I feel like even more so than ever a modern like debate that we're getting into mm-hmm. because, uh, like my parents, your parents probably generations before, you know, I've talked about it on here, like. It's that hard work that's like drilled into us mm-hmm. from a young age, and we're like told, yeah. you know, you get to work when you can, especially mm-hmm. on Block Island. I mean, I worked my first summer when I was thirteen, yeah, and it, my parents still they, they keep keep going, yeah, keep doing yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I definitely think there is a well, not everyone has a great work ethic out there, but if you if you're able to have the uh, you know um, mom and dad pay for some of the bills, and that, that, that can affect you know, yeah, the, but yeah. Uh, well, that that was cool too because I mean, we grew up out there next to like people that oh my god you know, like, much, like much worse than probably both of us and yeah. pe- next to people that were like yeah 
100 I, I times always, better like, than yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. I still have as friends. As far as well off, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, and it, that's why I think it's, it's great that we can have, like, this wide range of friends, you know what I mean? That, like, yep. you know, uh, uh, some that has a, somebody that has a house down Southwest Point or something like that, and some that's loaded, or somebody that's just, you know, out there, you know, uh, squatting for the summer in, in a tent or, you know, yeah, and, no, or I, living in a van, yeah. Mowing lawns. Mm-hmm. Like, we walk with both both lifestyles. Exactly. I, and, I think and, that's and you, you break bread cool. with, with both of them. But the rich ones are good friends to have long term because, uh, you know, you can hang out at their house and stuff like that. Hell yeah. That's cool. uh, there's been some cool house yeah. parties I've been to. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I'm in a house and I'm like, never did I think I'd be, you know, yeah. partying in a house like this. Yeah. And, and then it, you remember that's also like your backyard. Like, that's just the place we fucking grew up. Yeah. Like, just well, it, a sick place. And like, uh, I always think it's um, like now it, it affects me more because my house is rented in the summer. So yeah. I can't just crash there. So yeah, it's that, like, that's tough. Now I got to be like, oh, hey, so and so, do you. Maybe have a you know a room in your thirteen bedroom house that I can crash in or something like that. But most yeah. of the time, I just am sleeping in Travis's van, so that's where I've been. All that summer. that is an easy crash site right there. Yeah, I've been every every weekend I've been back there. I've uh, I've ended up just sleeping in his van. Yeah, oh yeah. The hardest but, but, the but, hardest part of that is the three feet to get into the back of it. Oh yeah, and and and, and uh, if you get drunk enough, you can sleep really easily. But I but that's also thrilling for me though because I have. I have the day job. I have a day job, yep. you know, and I yep. and it's it's with a great company and everything. And, and I, I market myself as a comedian, but not a lot of people know that I have a day job. Yeah, because it's all for about indeed, appearance. right? For indeed, I work for indeed. Yep. Yeah. I remember talking about that with you a and little so, bit. Yeah, and so um, I have that day job. I have that nine to five, and it's great because it's it's consistent and, and and stable. And it's a great company to be with. Um, but it's been fun to go out there and act like an idiot two yeah. days a week. It's really fun and been very therapeutic. You know. Yeah. I don't drink during the weekday. I work out every day. Um, I'm, I'm, I go to bed at a good, a good hour or whatever. And, and, uh, on the weekend it changes on the Island, but that's, I think that's, I, I'm, it's good. It's good to have that balance. You got to be able to train your brain to do it because if I stay a little bit longer on the Island, like I was able to work out on the Island, which is like such an accomplishment because you're yep. so, t- and I, I worked on the Island too, like, like, uh, for indeed, like for, at my house and that was remotely. So, yeah. It was so tough. So yep, hard. Internet yeah. shit that, uh, but also you're like, you're looking around, your buddies are like going oh, to the beach or they're like. You know, well, uh, and, and Block Island buddies—they're not only like they're not going to let you do your work. They're no, 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 they they're don't coming get, over. They don't. Get they're going to be sitting with you. They're going to yeah. be like, "Let's go." Let's my, go. my buddies literally think I send maybe five emails a day, and that's my job. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead they're of like, like calling do, clients, you can do that from the yeah. back of the van. Yes, exactly, exactly. That's <laughs> what they're like. You could sleep in. You can do this. You can do that. Like, no, you guys don't understand. You know, <laughs> you don't understand at all. Yep. So, all right, so so we'll talk business. Okay. I don't know. Liquidity. Let's talk liquidity. Let's talk. Let's talk about your portfolio. Um. Yeah, and then so so I guess to bring it back to comedy too, one of the biggest accomplishments I've ever felt that I've had was to be able to bring it out to Block Island, which is almost amazing that there was never a comedy show out there before because it's such easy entertainment and and nobody had ever had a show out there before. Yeah, no, um, that was definitely a, a foreign yeah thing because it was such a hit too. Totally, I mean, yeah, you, you and, and two hundred heads most times, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, our record was last year. I think we had two hundred and sixty people at a show. It was wow, crazy. Wow. Um, and so, uh, and so, yeah. And, and I, one thing I learned from that experience was, first of all, I didn't want to do it, which was stupid initially because I was I was embarrassed to tell jokes in front of locals out there. Now, That's tough. That's now tough. I have lost any like I'll say whatever I want in front yep. of them because they they know like they, they well, get there's, it. There's a respect factor. You're there like, is. I don't want to piss off Mary Donnelly. It, it, like, yeah, she's she's. I've never joked around about her. She's yeah. she's a, a saint out there. So, yep. but uh, but like one thing I learned from that though was so I. 
people wanted me to do a show. And so they, they were said, do it at Kittens. First year, right? This is five years ago. Yep. And I was new into comedy. And I was like, I don't want to fail at Kittens. I'd rather fail somewhere else and then bring it to Kittens. So I went to the OIP. And I went to the OIP and I did a smaller show there, about yep. 90 people, which is packed for that room. Yep. And we did that. We did that. And uh, this is before I could drink because I remember you doing that. Oh, and really? I, could, yeah. I couldn't go. Yeah. And I remember I mean, asking. You wanted to go. You I had... wanted to go. Yeah. yeah. And no, no, no. Yeah. They didn't let me go. And, and it was an amazing experience because I was, I was up there telling jokes and I look around. And there are people like like their heads sticking in the window and everything, and like people are like packed outside the building. It was amazing. It was, yeah. and, and so, I, what I learned from that was like I wanted to fail there or experiment there before I was ready to bring it to you know to somebody else. It'd be like yep. if you if you got you know a following here and then brought brought it to a producer. You yep. know, like 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 um, I wanted to be able to do that correctly, and, and then so that was one positive lesson I learned from that um, was to be able to like get some experience under your belt you know what i mean and yep. like like what's that cliche thing is preparation or, or uh luck is preparation plus um opportunity um is that michael jordan speak to that i don't know it could, i don't know it could be it sounds like it his is like if you i, I miss however many shots i don't know but uh you know, <laughs> his is something about like betting or gambling but uh yeah no, it yeah, was. yeah yeah <laughs> um but uh but yeah so 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 that I firmly believe in that, and, and so I brought, and then I brought it to kittens, and we had the audience already, and it was packed, and it was a huge hit. Now the second lesson I learned about a failure um, with that was I didn't charge cover price to kittens when I initially got there, and I think like this is also a good lesson too, is that I was so self conscious I was like nobody's gonna come to the show if I charge them ten bucks. You know, like people come to the show if I charge twenty dollars. Yeah, you, know? no, and, and, you, you thought it was like they were doing you a solid. If I show like, up, it was, but like I realized people were generally having fun and they love coming yeah, up to a, the it, show. It was an event. Yeah, and so I and so I did a, a, I did a couple free shows there that were good, and then I had the third free show, like a shit ton of uh, of of people came that they didn't pay for a ticket and they didn't care in the back and they were just talking the whole time. Yeah, so oh, that ruins the you, anybody that's been to a comedy show. You can you know how much talking really yeah, affects yeah. the oh, whole totally. mood of yeah, the yeah. entire show but so so the lesson i learned was having value in your product which is, is as you become an adult and as you grow older it's tough to be like hold firm but this is my price you know so like yep. somebody reaches out to me like when i was living in new england somebody be like hey i got a show for you in new hampshire it pays 100 bucks for 15 minutes or whatever like that's okay but like i can be like oh well no i like for that that at that at that amount of me driving and that much time or whatever like you know, how about throwing in twenty five for gas? And they're going to say yes all the time. And and if not, that offer is going to come back for two hundred dollars. So, exactly. So you have to hold value in your product, which is you. I think applies to all aspects of life. Yeah. Know? And I was also going to say, you know, what is that to a bar that's making how much yeah. money? Like, well, another thing is is that when you run a show, and, and this might play other things, is that you got to make sure they're happy too. You got to keep them happy because yep. that's that that's the home. You know. So my my thing was I made. The audience happy. I always respect the audience and respect the bar because yep. I, I people also could are, are like, hey Ben, why don't you do that show once a week? You know, and I could do that show once a week, and maybe on average, a lot of people come at first, and eventually it becomes you know fifty to sixty people yep. on average. You know, it, like, it also changes the whole demographic of the audience. I don't want people to get tired of comedy out there exactly, and so yeah. I would rather I'd rather do four killer shows than eight mediocre ones yeah um because i want it to be an event another lesson that when i was driving down here i was thinking about that uh vince mcmahon of the wwe if you're familiar with yep. him yeah he had a quote that was like every time that there's a wrestling show that he puts on he wants 
the audience to feel like it's a one of a kind experience. Like they just left being like, holy shit, you had to be there. So that's how I apply to Sam comedy. I want, I want to be excited there. I want to make a moment for people for people to be like, wow, did Ben really just say that? Did Ben really just joke around about that? Yeah. Local, did Ben joke around about this? And then, or, or like, wow, that person Ben bought, brought from New York was a, a killer, a murderer, you know? Yeah. Um, so just trying to have that, like, that idea of it being a uh, of, of an experience. You're selling an experience. Does that make it tougher in the creative process? Because it's it, you feel like you gotta overperform for that. Yeah, I, I, I get more stress for the shows on Block Island than anything else I've ever done. Yep. Every time I will. Every yep. and that's gonna continue. You've seen me before shows. I'm pacing. Yeah. I don't really look people in the eye. You yep. know, it's tough. I mean, you're th- you're not thinking anything that's in front of you because I'm about point. to go up there in front of. Again, the seventh grade teacher, my best friend's mom, and tell j- dick jokes or yeah. jokes about you know fucking my girlfriend or something like that, and uh, yeah. and but but like people have respected me more for it, you know, for, since doing it, and like to have like a local come up to me that doesn't even go out like at night and to be like and to be like I this is the one night a year I come out to downtown. That's pretty special, you know. what I mean, just to yeah. see somebody at uh, at kittens that is never goes out and has a blast that means a lot, you know. That, so, that's part of the supportive Block Island community. Totally, that totally. I. I want to use to the best of my abilities mm-hmm. throughout whatever I end up mm-hmm. doing because I think that's a huge tool that we have. For sure. A it, lot of people it, don't have. It is a total, it, like, being able to network and being able to, like, people are always going to help each other out out there. Yep. And, like, when people heard I was doing comedy, they, you know, linked me up with Stephen Wright. And I've gotten coffee with Stephen Wright yeah, once that, a summer, which is really sick. That's really cool. If people aren't listening or who are listening, Stephen Wright's one of the top 20 comedians of all time. Super Easily. iconic. And he has yep. a, 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 a place, or he rents a place on the island. But, um... I guess another lesson there is in all those coffees with Stephen Wright, I've never asked for a photo with him because that would ruin the relationship and I would become not a fellow comedian, but a fan at that point. Exactly. Yeah. So I, that's another thing I, I recommend like keep act like you've been there, you know? Yep. Yeah. You know, so. I, I remember I actually met Chris Martin of Coldplay. Oh yeah. Did on you? Black Island. Oh right. Yeah. When he it came was out, like, it was like so this crazy. big thing through uh, Lisa Starr. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and really? We went there and it was like probably 10 people. Chris Martin from Coldplay came, played I guitar. I remember there was like a photo piano. of it or something. Yeah. I, I, it, I, was that in the winter? That was like probably late fall, late November. So crazy. He came out in his helicopter. and He didn't stay the night? Nope. No. Nope. But um, it was a similar thing where like in that moment, I w- everyone was taking pictures with him. And yeah. I, I don't have a picture with him because it was like I didn't want to be that. I didn't want to be the fan. Yeah. And I wanted to feel like I was like. Yeah. On his level, and I exactly. knew. It, I knew as soon as I would like acted like a fan, mm-hmm. then I broke that. Like it changes the dynamic for sure. Because you know, celebrities are like us, you mm-hmm. know. But it's once you start, you change. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. when they're also going to look at you. Differently. Now, now, it, it would totally get a shit ton of likes on Instagram if you had oh, a photo with would, Chris Martin, or if I had a photo with Stephen Wright. Yep. But but I'd rather play the long game. And now when he sees me, he recognizes me, and he and he and he says hi to me. And we talked the other uh, the other weekend for like. For like an hour just at the beach it was great and that's really that's really cool it's right? very cool he probably he probably takes a lot more from those conversations too than you even and he came maybe to, maybe you know. he came to this last show i did in october and watched me perform i'm nobody i am a nobody and to have Stephen wright watch me perform and for me to crush was like an amazing experience i so. mean that's like bucket list potential. oh my god that's yeah like, and that's only on block island with something stupid like that happens isn't, isn't that weird though how much like as for as small as it is like we get such a glimpse into like the big followings anyway like i met tom brady on the island did you actually yeah, yeah when he was out there like 15 years ago that, he was dating yeah. that old the girl Monahan, I think, or something yep like that. yep 
And uh, he was running from. He left the gym at the time. It was running down the road. Me and he my was, mom. He went to the gym. He went to the gym, the Island wow. Fitness Center. And wow. me and my mom were sitting at the bagel shop. Somebody had come over and was like, "Tom Brady's in there right now." So like, we waited for him to come out. Yeah. And chase him down the road. That's so cool. It, yeah. I mean, but like Block Island, it's like where else does that happen? One thing I I do wish though uh, about talking about photos of celebrities is when yep. I was like. In like fourth grade, I I was my dad had work in Seattle and, and my brother and I were in Seattle, and at the same time they were having the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony there. Yep. And I went in uh, the elevator and it was just me. And I looked behind me and there's like a bunch of really tall black dudes. In the middle of, of that is just uh, Dr. Dre. What? Bro. Yeah. And then Dr. What Drake, is what is up with you? The like speaking of keep continuing. And I'm, then I'm Dr. Dre goes to the gym and I. Uh, and I, I went in and I got his autograph, but I didn't ask him for a picture. But that would literally be, like, viral. If there was a photo of, like, fat me with braces in fourth grade with, like, Dr. Dre. Yeah. Oh, my God. It would have been so good. Yep. So, um, that's one thing, yeah, that I, I wish I had. But Well, uh, speaking of pictures of celebrities, you got a, a photo up on your Instagram with my boy Nip. Nipsey Hustle R.I.P., man. Marathon that, continues. I remember so. seeing that and, like, laughing so hard. Did I was you, like, yeah. of course Ben. Yeah, I, I, have, <laughs> I have a weird – I've had a very weird life, Ryan, and, and uh, uh, it's, I'm not, like, a wild card or, like, that wild of a person, but I've just I've just yep. been – that, and that, that, that the behind that picture was I started working in Providence in sales for a random toy company, and they sent me to Tokyo to present for um, – for uh at the company meetings right and so like international company meetings because i'm yep. I'm a well-spoken guy and everything so they sent me there and i uh i took an edible for the flight and i got through security and i was like nipsey hustle yeah <laughs> and he's and he was and he was like yo you gonna uh go listen to an album i was like i'm listening to it right now i had it on my my headphones at that point dude was he actually he was he was pushing his album yeah yeah he's like, like go, listen to, go listen to that album man. see that's like how you know he's real because oh, he never yeah. lost he's a hustler. that he's a hustler, he never yeah. lost that like yeah. some of these people would never be like go listen to my he's like yeah. you, they'd be like you don't know me like you don't really listen to my he's still promoting himself. of course yeah so it's so a marathon yeah so i would marathon continue so i would definitely yeah. have to get a photo with him because i'm like this is gonna make for a great story and so i'm just zooted in the airport uh, that's that's nipsey one of those hustle. things like on my way to tokyo no less yeah. on my way to tokyo i meet nipsey hustle that's crazy man it's yeah. nuts yeah and then I, I did comedy in Tokyo, so that's another amazing experience, too, to be able to do stand-up comedy in Tokyo. And t- to tell a joke in New York and a joke in Tokyo and have them both work is, like, is did, just did amazing. They, did they uh, completely get everything you were putting down? They did. So it was all, like, an English-speaking crowd, mainly. But um, Maybe that's really ignorant of me to I told one I don't joke. travel much. No, no, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. They speak Japanese there. I'm saying at the shows, it was okay. a lot of expats and, and, and Americans and Brits that were there. Okay. Um, I told one joke about winning World War II that did not go over well, but uh, um, but uh, I get like I think still, it was how long we have to wait for that. the jokes. Though? I know. I guess they haven't gotten over that. Oh. But but uh, I told one joke about winning uh, World War II, so that, that that didn't go over well. But other than that, uh, it was great. You know, it was, it was just an amazing experience to be able to say that like I did that is is like it's just a cool thing. You yeah, know? and that's what stand up is like. Is it's like skydiving. Like you. Once you step on stage and take the microphone, you can't go back. Once you jump off the the, the plane, you can't go back on the plane. You know, yep. and that is thrilling. Like some people are thrilled from skydiving or surfing or doing whatever. You know, spearfishing. And like I'm, uh, I, I'm Sam comic. So like when I go out there, it is thrill. You have to be funny. You have to be funny. And I'm not always funny, but you have to be funny. 
Well, I mean, I, I think you're funny no matter what, and that's probably where the best funny actually is. You know, not when, every when not crowd trying. would agree with that because every every everybody has a bad game every once in a while. Even Jerry Seinfeld has a bad show, so yep. you're not immune to it. And it, that is the worst feeling in the world to drive somewhere three hours away, tell a bunch of jokes for uh, like you know a hundred people, and nobody laughs. Because you all have off nights and then drive three hours back. That I is, would be sweating so fucking bad. It's so bad. The sweat would be profusely it's pouring so off of me. First time I ever really bombed, um, I was doing a show and it was uh, like, it was in Connecticut at a casino and it was a late show at 1030 on a Friday. I had been working all day uh, for a liquor delivery company at the time out of college and I yep. was exhausted. I didn't have a chance to shower. I just drove straight there and I, I was late and the show started at 1030. Uh my spot was at like 10.45. I show up at 10.40. Now, I, I, I need to get to a show early to like get in my zone and stuff like that. I can't yep. just – some people can just walk in and do it and do it. I can't. And so I just chug like two Red Bulls before because I thought I was like I, – I thought I needed the, like the, the bolt of energy. That probably and just set you in an anxiety tailspin. It set my anxiety up. But also, Red Bull, if you chug it, will like just dry up your mouth. And so oh, I didn't man. bring water with me and it, my teeth are so dry. And so I just went out there. And my like lips were just sticking to my teeth. They got dude. stuck. They got stuck there the whole time. And I'm like trying. And, like I just feel. I can feel also like spit coming out of my mouth on Ugh. people and stuff. And so it was just a nightmare. So oh gosh. Yeah. At least you were three hours away from where you were, so like they could. I guess so. Yeah. But you the, the drive home away. was just awful. Yeah. So that's that's sad. That is sad. So but 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 there's so there's no worse feeling than bombing, but no better feeling than crushing than to have an actual good show. Yep. Better than sex. How do you, how do you than, how do you judge a good show? Just by the amount of people that come up to you after? You know, the amount of laughs. I feel like sometimes it's hard to judge when you're up laughs there, for real laughs or like Yeah, when you're up there, you can sense a different laugh. Um it's this guttural uh laugh where they they don't have a choice. And I I'm not I haven't been doing it long enough to get this every time. It, yep. it, you know, and like and uh, and I have experienced it several times, and, and you and you have this rhythm, and you can just—it's like it's like you, you take a basketball and just throw it up over your head with your back to the basket and just swish every time. You just yep. can't miss, you know. And uh, um, and so that is the most amazing feeling to be able to crush, and like people are are literally like crying, you know, and, and laughing. Is- is, is is an amazing feeling. Is that the best time for you to like kind of freestyle it off of yeah, your yeah. script? You, you is that get, when you're just you, you rolling? You can get away with anything. At that point, yeah. you're just you're able to riff, is what we call it. And so you're just, you say anything you want, and uh, and people are going to laugh when when you know when you get them, you know. Yep. And and that is is there is like I said, it is better than sex, better than food, better than you know working out, better than any any experience. That's ever. just satisfaction, probably. Oh All man, around. the amount of endorphins. I mean, that's the highest I've ever gotten. Is doing uh is is doing comedy it just releases these crazy amount of endorphins you know? really well it's like it's like i always like when i'm around the boys or around people and i get somebody to laugh it's a great feeling so yeah, imagine yeah. that times you know 100 or whatever it's, it's pretty cool yeah so. and then you add the nerves in there i mean yeah. it's probably like it's exhilarating like, ah. it, it is it is a high <laughs> they call it they call it joke coke uh, people get addicted. really yeah people get addicted to joke wow. coke, which is just like you're chasing this high and and, and you get off you get off the stage and you're just like that's fucking yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, they call it it's, it's literally it's literally similar to cocaine not that i would know but it's like a uh uh it's it, it is a uh it is an amazing experience and it's joke coke is what it is so, wow yeah that's that's stuff you wouldn't necessarily think about no but, but it, i mean it, i could see how that would happen you know it's just that anxiety build up to the kill yeah yeah, yeah. and then you're like oh and that's the do you relax after do you immediately start hitting no you, more if, jokes? If, you have a, like, if you have a good show you just want to start drinking after uh, you just start drinking you're it's, immortal you want to start and, and the best part is you, you go outside and you say what up to the audience members and they're buying you drinks and stuff like that it's great yeah, you know yeah so um what will be interesting for me though is is when i come back 
to comedy is, uh, and it's tough right now to do shows, obviously, because of COVID. And, and when it comes back, is I'm going to be very rusty, but also all of my jokes were about being in a relationship and being fat. And so I have to come up with new all material new stuff, yeah, which is thrilling. But again, it circles back to like pushing yourself to the to, to change, you know, and, yep. and, and like and like it's going to force because I can't go up there and be like, I'm so fat, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's not going to be the same. Yeah. And and now that my appearance is different too, like all my friends that are skinny and and uh, good looking you know and that do comedy you have to work a little harder because people automatically hate them when they go on stage so yeah. uh people want to laugh at the fact well that's one of those guy. it's one of those weird things where that doesn't necessarily click you know like look at chris farley like mm-hmm. I, he's probably one of my favorite comedians Great, yeah. i love that guy mm-hmm. um not you know your a-lister looking dude sure. but he made it because of that was that was him yeah. and he owns yeah. that completely yeah. so well, I'm saying, like, I, I have friends, though, that are, like, very presentable, right? And they go up there yeah. and, like, automatically the crowd hates them because it's easier to laugh at the fat guy. You know what yeah. I mean? So, um, like, uh, I need, I'm going to have to write some new jokes. And, like, I mean, I I'll probably will because I'm going to start dating again and stuff like that. And so, like, yep. you know, I'll, I'll have some new material there. But Are um, you, you going to date or are you kind of just going to no, see, what, just see what's you, going on? Yeah, I, I'm just hanging out. I mean, why? For yep. all, for all the female mono podcast listeners out there, yep. uh, Kari Curtis. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm here. Yeah, um, and uh, she looks great too. By the way, she she, she dropped probably about probably fifty pounds, sixty pounds. Wow, she yep. looks great. Yeah. yeah. And people she's, are talking around it. town, so. Oh, goodness. That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. She, and, uh, <laughs> she's a nice lady. Miss Block Island. And I, uh, um, yeah, so I'm going to come up with new material, which is thrilling. But, again, yep. it's all part of change and about, you know, positive growth. Who who are your uh, biggest inspirations? Comedi- comedian-wise, comic-wise, life-wise? Life-wise. Uh, um, just all around. Like, w- when you look for your inspiration, where are you looking? Uh, pretty much just... Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, not him. I, uh, uh, comedically, I, it's weird. Growing up, I liked a lot of the cleaner comics. Um, I like Jim Gaffigan, Brian Regan. Um, I like, uh, Bill Burr, who's not, uh, who's, who's not as clean. Patrice O'Neill is, is a great comic that I recommend everybody check out. Patrice um, O'Neill. Patrice okay. O'Neill is, is great. He, he passed away, but he's very, very funny. Um, and then, uh, I guess, uh, Inspiration is off my dad too, um, who passed away two years ago. Like he was like my hero, you know, and he was yeah. he was a great public speaker, yeah. and I think I got part of that from him. And he was a politician too, or like relatively a politician. But uh, um, I, like being diplomatic and being able to talk to anybody was his skill too, you know. And and and, uh, and so I I guess I guess I would draw from from them, yeah. So I definitely took a lot from him, and I, I kind of. Uh, talk like him and and he also didn't do the nine to five thing and now i'm doing the nine to five, but like he pushed me to pursue comedy because like you don't have you can work for yourself if you find that right thing so. well, that's that's something i think that is almost missed yeah nine to five doesn't necessarily mean hard labor or something yeah, you're hating yeah, yeah. you know you can find something you like to do so he worked for himself work. and exactly it's like you know you you can take and it's everything's so cliche the road less traveled you know yep. what i mean and, and do that you can do that you yep. know so well but you you keep up on any sports yeah i'm a big sports guy Come yeah on, i know i know but like just learning, yeah i don't yeah. know you seem like you got a whole lot going on i do i want well, i mean I'm, I'm a huge sports guy I'm big yep. into basketball and football primarily yeah um I knew and the then, basketball, basketball mainly. I love basketball, but yeah. um, like big time fan and uh, Celts. Yeah, yeah, Celtics fan. Yeah. Um, 
But I used to be big into baseball. It was a lot easier to like baseball when you had, you know, Coach Tarbox as your coach just firing you up for baseball. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, he listens. Get... He listens to yeah. this. Oh, does he really? Yeah. Oh, shout out Coach Tarbox. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, listens. He already, I, I'm listing him as an inspiration because he's arguably, he had a profound effect on me. Hell he yeah. had a profound effect on me. Um, and is a fantastic coach, and I admire how we can get how he can get surfers and pot smokers to care about baseball is amazing. It's, it's an insane. Amazing skill. It, that's a skill, and it's and not only that, but make them be interested. Yes, exactly. It wasn't he got, like they he just showed Will up. Gassner, it was like they were actually. He got Will Gasner to be a great baseball player, which is like is amazing. And know? look at him. He Will Gasner. He's the king of the glow up. If you ask. Oh me. yeah, yeah. He glue up hard. Yeah, yeah I saw yeah. him recently. I was like, he looks like a prince. It's just from it's just from all those stacking rocks. I, mean, I it might just, be the racks. It, it went to his uh, his jawline. I think it did. It went he, straight to the jawline. He looks great, man. Yeah, we're all glowing <laughs> up. It's the summer twenty twenty, man. Summer twenty twenty. I've fallen off a little bit, but I wasn't gonna say anything. But. Yeah, I've got my uh, my ab wheel over there. It's got <laughs> right, some dust on it. We'll You're get some reps in after the pod. I like it. Yeah. Well, Ben, I want to appreciate. Oh. I want to appreciate. Uh, yeah, you can appreciate. I want to appreciate so much. You can appreciate. I'll let you. I'll I really you appreciate you coming on here. I appreciate you having me because I, I do admire a kid from the island pursuing something else too. And then, so. and that's exactly what this is. It's just I'm I'm trying out new skills here. Exactly. Whether it's this that works out or something else that yeah. this knowledge of knowing this is going to separate me mm-hmm. in the future. Hell Who yeah! Knows? Hell yeah, Ryan. And you got anything you want to promote for yourself? Anything well, coming up? Really, no shows, man. I'll just be sleeping in a yellow van on Black Island. The if rest you want of the to come knock on the van, then, I'm hoping. Uh, fingers crossed. I'm hoping to get either like a comedy show on the island safely, either Labor Day or Columbus Day. Keep an eye out for that. Um, I'll be pushing that. Follow me on Instagram at the Real Ben Smith with two H's, uh, and that's that's all I got. Hell yeah! Cool. Well, th- thanks again for coming on. Thanks for having. I'll talk me. to you soon. We'll talk more after. I'll be back. Happy to be back. I would love to come back, Ryan. All right. Hell yeah. I'll have you back probably a hundred episodes down the road. (laughs) Sounds good. All right. I'll be the hundredth guest. Hell yeah. See you, man. All right. Peace.